To Attack of the Queer Wolf. I'm Nay. I'm Michael. I'm Brennan. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Saw you all over the internet today, Michael. Oh, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. What a day. <laughs> what a fun day. I'm so happy to be here. We have a really special guest, um, and so I want to introduce her right away because why not? There's no reason to wait. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we have here today? Mallory O. Mayer. Uh, Wait, Mara or Mara? Mara. Mara. Okay, because earlier when you were like, like, bear, and then I was like, ask one more question. And, <laughs> and then I had asked so many that I got embarrassed and was like, how many times are you going to ask this person to pronounce their name? No, no, no. It ha- honestly, it happens all the time because I, I say Mara like bear or pear because a lot of people pronounce it Omira. I was going to say, mm. do you get Mira? Yeah, because uh, it's, you know, the English language is stupid and it could be <laughs> any amount of pronunciation. Any pronunciation, right. So I say like Mara, bear. Prepare, Mara. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here today. <laughs> I am really excited to be on this podcast. Yeah. I'm so. Oh, uh, you guys originally contacted me. I was just like, oh, I please. I, I, I like the movie that I wanted. I really, really hope that you hadn't already done. Yeah. And I was like, anything werewolves, anything werewolves <laughs> as uh, as a runner up. But I'm really happy to talk about the movie that me we're going to talk I'm about. Excited. So yes. I haven't seen it in forever, and it was a really nice revisit. It's it really holds up. It does. I had thought I hadn't seen it, and then the moment I started watching it, I was like, oh. Seen this? Definitely, I've seen this, yes. and it is so gay. It's so, it's so gay. It's, it's so, so good. good. You'd seen it before, Brennan? I've actually never seen it. This is the first time for me. <gasps> oh, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it. Yes, we'll. I'll put a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> well, besides what that, besides what we'll be talking about <laughs> later, um, anything else you watched this week? Um, you and I watched something. We. Oh, we saw Satanic Panic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Mallory was there, yes. too. Yes. Uh, wonderful director, Chelsea Stardust, new feature with oh, Fangoria. So good. It is so good. It's so fun. But first, really quick, Mallory. Yes. You're an author? I'm an author. What else do you do? I'm a filmmaker, filmmaker? and I'm a, uh, the co-host of a show called Reading Glasses, a podcast that I do with my friend Bria Grant. Oh, Bria. Yeah. Um, I don't know Bria, but I know Bria. Does yes. that make sense? She's, mm. all, she's yes. a super horror person, and it's funny for us to do this literary show because now there's so many people who only know us through Reading Glasses, and then they'll like see Bria in a horror movie or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, is that Bria Grant? And she or just like, directed one. Yes. She's yeah. an amazing director and a writer, and so it's so weird to like be known in a completely different world, and we're like, yeah, horror, main horror stuff, it's like our main deal <laughs> it's so it's a really interesting spot to be in but yeah so i make podcasts and movies and books and what was your the title of your latest book i'm so blanking and i just the read lady it. from the black lagoon yes it's yes. so good it is the biography of the woman who designed the creature from the black lagoon a woman named melissa patrick it's so good and it's filled with a lot of swears and it's very Ooh. angry uh it's it's not a straight biography it's sort of like julie and julia for weirdos oh my god it's <laughs> a good way to put it because it's half memoir it's like like the reason why That's I, a really good way to put it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm you an a author. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was writing the book, the pe- reason why people don't know who Millicent Patrick is is because her credit was stolen from her by her boss at the Universal <sighs> Monster Shop, and her, so for 65 years nobody knew why you know why people knew her name. No one knew anything about her um, because hey, misogyny. And so <laughs> I went on a multiple year long quest to find out what happened to her and her legacy and her story. And so it's also my journey to find her and that's awesome it's sort of impossible to talk about women in this industry 
country and like stuff that happens to them like that without talking about why. And as also a horror filmmaker, I wanted to show like, okay, well, this stuff happened in the 50s. And it's so easy to be like, oh, bummer. Things were shitty back then. But guess what, folks? They're still shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. Yeah, very shitty. Look at Big Little Lies season two. Like how (laughs) Jean-Marc Vallée kind of swooped in and took it away from Andrea Arnold. It happens all the time in every industry. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my first book, and now I'm working on my next book, which I just sold. It's called Girly Drinks, and it's the history of women drinking. Oh, my God. So cool. I'm so excited You have definitely it. have a lane. Yes. Like, your own lane. Oh, for sure. It's awesome. Which I, is hard to do. Yes, it is hard, but I think, I just, because everything I, everything I write, I just want to know, and everything I read, I'm like, what, but what are the, what are the ladies doing? I don't because when you read most history, when you hear people, it's normally like straight, rich, white dudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And unless it's like anything else is specified, you can just assume that it's a straight, white, rich dude who's doing all these things. So whenever I read, I'm a huge cocktail nerd. And when I was drinking, read, drinking, <laughs> I was going to say reading, but I guess the, they're basically the same thing for me. Uh, when I was reading a lot of cocktails, I'd be like, oh, well, people did this. I'm like, mm, but it's not everybody who's doing this. What is everybody else doing? Yeah. And then I wanted to to write this that's so, so cool i just want to keep writing those kinds of histories yeah and it's a really great book if you guys haven't read it already definitely you. definitely you can borrow my copy i will yeah it's got um, a lot of fish dick jokes in it hmm. love fish dick <laughs> on brand <laughs> it is very on yeah. brand where, um, also though where's the closest lagoon <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question i don't know if we have lagoons on the west coast i think it's like a uh, East say, Coast thing. There's got to be one in Southern California was what I was going to say, but maybe you're right. Yeah, or Midwest. It feels like a Florida thing. Oh, God. I feel like there was like, a there. man-made one I saw at out, not in Joshua Tree, but like 29 Palms or somewhere out there. Oh. They had like a fake one, but... If you don't have an all-natural lagoon, be store-bought is fine. Yeah. <laughs> in the store-bought lagoon. Um, but yeah, Satanic Panic. Yes. Super fun time. So good. Yeah. It comes out September th- September 6th in theaters and it's day and date. So theaters and VOD, right? Yes. Um, so if you don't have access to a theater, I think it's playing in Santa Monica here in LA. Um, definitely do yourself a favor and get it on digital HD because it's a really, yeah, really, so really fun movie. And it's very mm-hmm. female forward. Yes. Very female mm-hmm. forward. It has so much heart. It's so gory. Yes. And it's, it's written by horror author Grady so, Hendrix. Yes. So this amazing dialogue. Yes. And directed yes. by Chelsea Stardust, who has a very like keen eye for oh, yeah. her version of comedy. Yes. She's so funny. Yes. Um, <laughs> the gore. Uh, just it's one so word good. I'm going to say is fisting. There's fisting in the movie There's of some kind. And it's, it's squirmy and fucking hilarious. <laughs> and at the a killer same dildo. Time. Killer dildo. Yeah. Oh wow! Yes. Uh, and Ruby yep. Modine. Oh my god! Is so it's like such a different side of Ruby, even though she played a fucking serial killer in a movie. But in that mo- in Happy Death Day, she's like very like prim and proper until the reveal, mm-hmm. right? So in this, it was just fun to hear her just fucking swearing up a storm oh and being God. like sassy and like the wittiness coming from her. I don't think a lot of people could have done that role. 
No, there's some there's some like lines that she has, and I'm like, how did how did she nail that? Yeah, you know, in the wrong hands, it would have been like mush. Yeah, but she nailed it. It's <laughs> so much it. fun, and so. that's because mm-hmm. of Chelsea, yep. who we love. Yeah. Yes, that was definitely my favorite role, Ruby's. Yeah, like, and I was obsessed with that. Haley's great, which is such yeah, a, she's yes. such a discovery. But yeah, I'm really partial to Ruby in the movie just Ruby, because yeah. like there's a good energy to the movie, and then when she's introduced, like the energy gets notched up again. Yeah, I'm yeah. also just a sucker for a smart ass. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. I'm like, you're swearing at me? Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. Sold me. And, re- and uh, Rebecca remains oh in it God. and Jerry O'Connell, and they both have really, they're both really great in the movie. Yeah, they are. Rebecca Romaine was so fucking funny. So I good. I was losing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, so hilarious. Good. Random casting, if you think about it for a second, but then it just, you just go, oh, yeah, this makes so much sense. Yeah. Because she has that, that she has this like such a regal pose to mm-hmm. her that re- that role really really needed, and that's what makes it so <laughs> funny because yes. you don't expect those things it's to be true. coming out of her mouth. So my boyfriend kept being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she's playing this character!" Like yeah. he loved her in it. Yeah, she's really fun. Yeah, I love that. That was her first horror role, and she's like a huge yeah. horror fan. She said, "Yeah." So, so cool. they did a Q and A after Brennan, and it was like most of the cast was there. And Rebecca said she's been a huge fan of horror for a long time, but she's never be- done a horror movie. And she was so excited to do practical effects. Yes. Yes. It, and it was that. cool seeing it with this huge horror yes. loving crowd yes. because everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> I love a raucous crowd. Oh, yeah. for sure. You know, like the good kind of raucous. Mm-hmm. And there was definitely a good raucous crowd there. Yes. yes. That so. was an excellent crowd. Yes. <laughs> it's like r- raucous with intention. Or it's yes. like you can still listen to the movie. Because yeah. well, yes. there's no drinking at the Egyptian. Mm. So it's, it's not like an unruly crowd. It's an excited crowd. Yeah. Very excited. It was like when I saw Nightmare last week oh, or two yeah. weeks ago. Like that crowd was raucous. I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. They had a 35th anniversary oh, screening. Saw, yeah. Amazing. Did you go? No, but I oh, saw it. Like, it was so good. But Heather and Amanda were like the leaders of the raucous crowd and That's it was amazing because they were there and it was so fun. That's so fun. It was so fun. But yeah, I saw Satanic Panic and I started Euphoria. Oh, cool. It's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Has anyone else seen it? Yeah, I started it too. Yeah, actually. it's like, it's, I really can't describe it. Like, you just have to see it. It's mm-hmm. like melodramatic, but it's also like not at the same time and the casting's really cool. Yeah. And, it's just so fucked up. <laughs> it really is fucked up. Mm-hmm. I was like, some high school. <laughs> right. Everything about a high school ever. I was just going to say, that's a great tagline for like most YA things. Like some high school. <laughs> like instead of some pig from Charlotte's West, yes. like some, some high school. school. Do you remember Boston Public? Did anyone watch yeah. that show? That yeah. was like a David E. Kelly show in like the late 90s, early 2000s. No, being from the Boston area, I, did, I wouldn't watch any Boston things oh, out of so spite. <laughs> I've never seen an episode of Cheers. Oh, that's so funny. But it was like... It's very typical David E. Kelly, but I actually really enjoyed the show, especially in the first season when it didn't like go off the rails. But it was like a show set in a high school, but it was like you can't really get past the fact that everything that could possibly happen in a high school is going to happen in this high school because it's only set in one high school. Yeah. Mm. So like crazy shit happened on that show. Yeah, like how many adventures are these kids <laughs> yes. going to have? Or, like, <laughs> how, like how many kids are going to die in the school every other day? I mean, I guess. <laughs> Um, but it's like that type of high school show, like notched up like a thousand times. Wow. Yeah. Lord. 
Or like how Glee, like season five, they're like, I guess this kid has dyslexia for this one episode. We need, we're running out of things to yes. talk about. We're running out like, of issues for these children exactly. to have. But this is like okay. so gritty and real. And Glee, 13 Reasons Why mashup. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's <laughs> a pitch. I really like the, it. It is a pitch. <laughs> yeah. Zendaya Some so pitch. Real. Hunter Schaefer is like a revelation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I listened to so um, there is like you know I love a really short podcast like a 25 minute <laughs> like 25 like minute episodes do you, yes. do you never listen to our podcast no I most I usually listen to ours. That's so not nice. always. It's tough sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I'm just not in the mood to listen to myself. I'm like, you are. It is so weird. annoying today. It yeah. can be weird. Yeah, I have to listen to our show because I do the show notes for it. But mm-hmm. I, I will never just like listen to it. If it's but I obviously download it every week to help our numbers. But so it's weird if it ever Smart. starts playing and I'm like, oh god, no, shut up, so quiet, stop it. Yeah, it just starts out of nowhere and it's me screaming. And I'm like, oh no. Although Brennan sings. <laughs> this today. Yeah, no, that's episode. what I obviously will be tuning Thank in you. for. Holy <laughs> shit. I listened to that on the way here. I'm so I've sorry. Been waiting. Wow. I've been waiting for it. It was better than I remember. Then I like remember it being, I remember it very fondly. So Brennan did like, what did I, you do? Opera? I will, um, I, I've been, I, I guess, preface to what I'm going to talk about later. Um, I've been doing this uh, feature marathon on the podcast where I review these uh, Krimi movies, which are these 60s German, like, proto-slasher movies um, that were all based on these crime novels from England in the 20s. This is such um, a mashup of things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they are. It's also, uh, movies are, like, part James Bond, part Friday the 13th. It's insane. Um, oh but last week, I reviewed a movie called Phantom of Soho, and I reviewed it well because per sam's request he wanted it as a musical parody <laughs> i did it as music of the night from phantom of the opera that's amazing it was, it was really very good. fun yeah i can't wait to re-listen to it because i honestly think i blacked out while you <laughs> were doing it because it was so, so good i couldn't breathe it also, was so good <laughs> so i'm good. so listening back I, I i felt aware of this in the moment but listening back Michael was like halfway through a sentence and I just started. I was I like, uh, there's no other time for me to do this. I need to just one of those yeah, you, have to, you have to truly seize the moment. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you like just have to start or you're not gonna. Yeah. So what podcast? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the Y factor. Um, it's through the BBC, but it's just like, why do we blah, blah, blah. Why do we, anyway, I listened to one, like, why does nature help calm anxiety? Oh, um, and that was really interesting to me because, you know, I was in the Pacific Northwest not that long ago. And of course the nature up there is just gorgeous, but I didn't feel like I had access to it because there were all these proud boy rallies and I was kind of afraid to just like hang out in the park by myself. Yeah. And I often think about that in places where you're supposed to be there to enjoy the nature, just like who has access to that. Not just because like who can drive there or who can walk there, but who feels safe there. And it made me a little resentful because I'm like, Oh, I actually really would have liked to spend more time outside. Missed out. um, Yeah. 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 And you know, what's funny is that my mom called me and she was like, she knew I had been in Portland. She was like, wasn't there some big leftist rally out there? And I, I told myself that little shit, I bet she went up there for that. And I'm like, first of all, girl, I'm like, I know exactly what news channel you watched. (laughs) 
which was no surprise. Anyway. You probably pinpoint the hour Good she Lord. I wish there was a setting, like, instead of for children's TV, like, you could go into your Parent parents' block <laughs> and block Fox News from them. I've heard of oh, people doing that. I actually... Like blocking Fox News from their parents' TV. I, I can't confirm if I have or have not done something <laughs> like that. But is your you mom can, like, to the show? Absolutely not. She doesn't even know what a podcast is. No one fucking tell her. <laughs> not really trying to deal with that. Um, but she, um, yeah, no, I, mm. no. I need I, to do that the next time I'm home. <laughs> you, you know, you can, like, because people, there's, like, this age range for folks who are, like, susceptible to certain, like, they're probably in some kind of text chain for, like, supporting the president. Perhaps you might just reply with an unsubscribe or a stop and then delete the message uh-huh. if you want to unsubscribe your parents from that. Go on their Facebook, unlike <laughs> all of their like presidential presidential support pages, all of the like let's pray for Donald pages, <laughs> unlike, unlike. You could do that. I don't know if that's something people really do. <laughs> uh-huh. But it could be cathartic or sad when you do it and you're like, wow, how many of these groups are there oh i try not to look at facebook at all yeah i deleted my account like a year or two ago that's what always makes me feel better about twitter though i'm like at least i'm not on facebook yeah (laughs) that's the only reason i'm like can allow myself to stay on twitter is because i got rid of facebook yeah and instagram yeah although instagram you can curate to be like just puppies yes Mm -hmm. or like dudes yeah. i mean that's really all we're all on instagram for right it's just sexy people dudes and dogs puppies. what yeah. what a video did i send you this week michael i like took a screen recording of something on instagram for michael oh yeah lebron because- <laughs> like i was just like LeBron workout video. i was like but obsessed yeah <laughs> amazing i was like what yeah. did i say Nicki minaj would be jealous i i don't know what you said <laughs> i was just like these so well, great. these shorts. Mm, his leggings. Sold. Yeah, the leggings. People shouldn't be allowed to work out in shorts. It's really not fair to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> just full snow pants. <laughs> it's just too much, you know. <laughs> no one can. We can't. We, people. People need to focus in the gym. They're holding heavy things. <laughs> it's not fair. It's true. You watch anything good, Mallory? Yeah, I've been. So I'm a huge David Lynch fan, and I'm obsessed with Twin Peaks. And a couple of years ago, when I was at Fantastic Fest, I saw the first three episodes of this TV show called Zone Blanche. And on, I think on Netflix now, it's it's uh, translated to Black Spot, which is not a translation of Zone Blanche. Hmm. It's a French show, uh, but it's basically a gayer French Twin Peaks. Oh, oh, never heard of this. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. The second season just came out, and I'm watching the first season right now with my boyfriend, so he can catch. We can watch the second season together. And imagine if Twin Peaks was more episodic and more X Filesy, but female driven and gayer. <sighs> What's it called? Zone Blanche. But you can look up Black Spot on Netflix. Black Spot. I'm putting this in my phone. And it's like very Twin Peaksy. It's like this tiny town in the middle of nowhere in France. And this like agent from the government has to go in and fix it because there's all kinds of weird stuff that happens in the town. And there's it mostly takes place at the sheriff's office. And there's all this problem with the mill. God it's like Lord. yeah, super <laughs> mill, super Twin Peaksy. <laughs> but the the, the two mill. main characters are this this woman. She's like the head sheriff and her deputy Teddy. Who who starts falling for the guy who like the government agent who comes in and he, he's the best. It's amazing, but it's, it's 
yeah, it's like X Files mixed with Twin Peaks, and I'm obsessed with it. But like a little bit more, you could like sprinkle some True Detective on top because it kind of gets supernaturally at the end. It's amazing. It's that super was watched fun. Watched by a lot of people in France. Yeah, it's huge over there. Yeah. Also, the, well, the French love David Lynch, so I'm sure that this was a huge hit over there. This sounds awesome. But if you if you tried to watch Twin Peaks and you're like, this is too confusing, also. <laughs> Very, I wish it was very, more French. Very problematic. <laughs> <laughs> this this is like the perfect answer for you. Oh my god! So the town's murder rate is six times the national yes. average. Oh, I love That's that. That's just like the one plot point so it says. So much I'm murder. It's the French Santa Carla. <laughs> love that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's super fun. I love it. Uh, love it. That that's something literally never even heard of and. Now instantly, everybody needs to watch it. That sounds super. That sounds so good. I'm going to go add it to my queue as soon as I get home. Actually, I'm doing it right now. Sorry. Well, what's funny? <laughs> after I saw it, I don't it, want to forget. After I saw it at Fantastic Fest, I was like, "Oh my god, this show!" And I had to wait like six months or a year for it to come on Amazon Prime. I was on Amazon Prime first, and then it tipped me off onto this huge kick of like European thriller shows, mm-hmm. and there's so many of because I got really into dark, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a couple others that i can't pronounce and i just got i mean they're making really good shows over there i got really hooked they're supernatural elements too yes so it's it's totally season two twin peaks oh for sure like even like almost true detective-y kind of weird stuff but it's more like it's episodic in the way that x files is where like every week there's like some new weird case oh i love that trying to fix okay and then there's like an overarching yes perfect it's so good. Oh, and and it's I, beautiful, too. Before I forget, while we're talking about Dark Grizzly shit, I finished Mindhunter. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen the second season yet. It's my fate. I think it's Netflix. Netflix's best show right now. It's so fucking good. The character work in it is I amazing. I love them so much. I do, too. And I love, I love Jonathan Groff. I love Holt McElhaney. Is that how you say it? McNally and Anna Torov. Like lesbian yep. goddess in the yep. show, I yep. fucking love it. Yep. And her new girlfriend this season is so uh, amazing. So excited. So good. <laughs> and the guy that plays Manson, nightmares. Yeah, she's another one who can kick me in the face. <laughs> Anatora. <laughs> yeah, right in the face. I like turned to Brian at one point. And I was like, I wish she would kind of strangle me. <laughs> her calm, the character's demeanor oh, yeah. is so amazing, and I just love how she'll like. I was like, I feel like she's yelling at everybody, but like you can't. Yes. Like, she's not raising her voice. Her tone never changes. She has that perfect yes. English teacher thing going on. Yes. Where you're like, I feel like I'm in trouble yes. all the time. Did I do something wrong? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, punish me. Yeah. You're like, fingers crossed. Yes. Like, Step on me with your heels. Anyway. It's so good. I love it. it. Like, I really like the first season, but I think the second season is so fucking oh, good. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got, you guys are all so fancy. <laughs> like you're going to premieres you're watching the big shows on netflix um those are the shows i let my boyfriend watch on his own most of the time because uh-huh. i'm like you're a fancy boy you can <laughs> like you can watch ozark so i'll be over here i couldn't get into that everything's blue yeah. it's the bluest show oh, it is um but I love it that's one of the shows <laughs> where i just kind of wander around in the background i'm like oh, okay <laughs> Um, can we watch Glow next? Yes. Um, I started yeah. watching that. Finally. This season oh, is yeah. great, but kind of dark. It goes a lot of places. Give me darkness. I love it. Yeah. God, I wish I was a wrestler. Right? I, Just I mean, the- there's nothing stopping you, my friend. <laughs> yeah. This is true. The show is such a physical feat. 
And like, I still, I always think about that scene in season one where Alison Brie performs a full wrestling match solo. So she's performing half of it, like against a ghost. And I'm like, that's maybe the best physical performance that's so ever great. been put on wow. television. I've mm-hmm. never seen it, but that someone, no one told me they were wrestling ghosts. I no, no, like, well, no, no, like, not it, she, she's miming a wrestling yeah. match. Oh, um, I thought you meant she was fighting a ghost. No, I am in for this. Why is like nobody told me? Right? Wildly misrepresented the show. Um, <laughs> I just love that that show, like the episodes I've seen, the cast is humongous. Yes, it is, and they manage to make everyone feel different. No, see, well, that's the that's that's the thing I do love about Glow is that like because it's it has so many characters. Cast. Um, a lot Insane of the time, how many characters are? Yeah. Oh, a lot of the time you're like, oh, this is just a one-note comic character. I know exactly what's happening. And every character on the show is a puddle. Like, you step in it, and you expect to hit pavement, and you just instantly sink two feet into the <laughs> sidewalk. Yeah, that's a good because dis- there's so much depth to them. And whenever you get to spend that time with them, it's so compelling, and you just always want to cry. And Betty Gilpin is. <sighs> yeah. She should be in everything. It is really hard for shows to have a bunch of like main characters. So many in the show. <laughs> I finally just finished watching Doom Patrol, which is probably my favorite show of the year. And with like, I think there's like six or seven main characters, and they're all spectacular. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. It's one of those shows where I'm like, I can't believe this is actually happening. One of the characters is a genderqueer sentient street. <sighs> okay, like street. His yes, his name is Danny, or their name is Danny the Street. Oh my god. And you're like, how is this happening on television right now? But it's <laughs> fucking in- love that. It's incredible. Yeah, for a show to have like one or two really great characters is like a feat, yeah. but to have like an, an entire cast. Yes. You're like, I was like, I love, Grey's I would Anatomy. die for all of you. How like, is Grey's. this possible? Crazy Anatomy has like 25 amazing characters. <laughs> I can love that show. I still watch it. I love every second of it. Oh, man. But, like, Schitt's Creek is another one besides Chris Elliott, where, like, every character (laughs) is amazing. I've heard, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard, I love, I I love Catherine O'Hara so much. She's so good. Like, the main family is so good. All the tertiary characters are amazing. Like, the town characters are awesome. I want her to be my mom so bad. (laughs) And that's a show that any aspiring actor should watch, especially Alexis and uh, Moira. Those acts of, character creation like from the physical to the vocal to everything is they're so pitch perfect when those emmy nominations came out which were a delight because they were surprising i think especially for the cast members in the show (laughs) that's so cute um i like made a point of like saying that like what annie murphy has done with the character of alexis is like miraculous because that character could have been such a one-note brat and the fact that she's brought so much joy and pleasantry to a character like that is like insanely like she's so loaded with talent. Oh yeah. And people forget because Catherine O'Hara is so memorable in her role and Eugene Levy's great. And like Daniel Levy's really great, but I really think Annie Murphy's like the unsung hero of that show. She's so her handwork is insane yeah. when she talks. It's the, so the, funny. Yeah, the precision. Yes. Amazing. Everything about her is perfect. Like to a T. Anyway. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll do my crummy thing really quick, and then yeah. we can actually talk about the movie we're here to talk yeah. about. Um, this movie, you guys, I actually, <laughs> I had Get to... Get your Stefan in. I actually, I, I, I teased it at the end of the song, where I was That's like, just right. wait for what next week has in store, because this movie is called Die Blaue Hand. I mean, or, I mean, it translated into English, the title is Creature with the Blue Hand. Um, oh, I like that. 
I'm yeah. a, I'm in already. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's not a creature specific. It, it is a human murderer. Is there a blue hand? <laughs> there is a blue hand. Okay, it is a an ancient piece of armor that's painted blue and has like Freddy Krueger knives sticking out of the end and of it. What? Um, I, I think I have a picture. Actually, uh, I love how we're like um, all immediately on board. Yeah. Oh, it's as long as the blue hand is there. I'm good. Yeah. Well, I mean, like as if in your shirt is so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just noticed the fruit in your pocket. Oh, uh, did you? <laughs> is that some fruit in your pocket? Wow. You just happy right. to see me. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, um, the po- it's one of those pocket shirts, and the pocket is a minion, and it has a little like Carmen Miranda it's really hat. Really cute. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but anyway, um, so I have this picture of the bl- titular blue hand. But as if you didn't need to be sold, in- I, that sentence was not going to work. Um, <laughs> But Klaus Kinski stars in this movie, um, like famous Werner Herzog Whoa. collaborator. Whoa. Uh, he plays twin brothers. <laughs> Ama- Wait, does one of them have the hand or is that a spoiler? I would um, love to see him just hope wielding okay. this blue hand. It looks like a because he already hand. has it those does. weird hands. It's really so big. big. It's, it's enormous. It's like, it's a, like the Thanos glove. <laughs> it but okay, I will, um, I don't think you ever see a, a person wearing it. It's always like this ho- this cloaked figure. Okay. That's like it's, it's like uh, Jason in Friday Part Two, where there's the eye hole and like kind of a sack. Cloth okay. Material. Robot in there. It's the only thing that could lift that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I'm sorry that I said Thanos. I've never seen the. Avengers movie, so I you don't know this You're Thanos right. glove the correct term yeah. for that. I knew what you meant. Oh, I knew exactly from what memes. you meant. Well, okay. yeah. Actually, it's the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, okay, that's uh, what I was thinking. People take this stuff very Somebody on the internet is going to tell me to go die. Uh, look, no, please. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, any, everyone on the internet. really good interactions with the people that listen to our show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, our people are great. But if anyone from the internet wandered across this podcast... Leave Mallory alone. Yes, <laughs> also, yeah. also, I know almost nothing about comics. I just watched the movie. I love that you pushed up your glasses as you said that. Oh, yeah, no. It's Wait, who, I me or inspired. Brennan? Brennan did. Oh, it feels so satisfying. It really does. Listeners can't see, obviously, but I also am wearing glasses, and nothing feels better than when you're like... Ah. Oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> I, I push them up when I'm not wearing them. There's oh, nothing even I hit my, my face, face. Oh, yeah. constantly. <laughs> I check my watch all the time, and I've never worn a watch. I was going to say, oh, I've never seen a watch on you. My That's Anyway, oh, so so this movie, um, Klaus Kinski plays twin brothers. One of them was wrongfully detained in an insane asylum um, for the murder of his family's gardener <laughs> because it's this super rich, hoity-toity, like aristocratic family in England. <laughs> and first of all, so this he's supposed to, well, at least everyone thinks he's insane, but his name is just Dave. So like, Dave has escaped from the asylum. <laughs> the unscariest um, name of all time. Dave. Um, Whispered in alleyways across the oh, world. Yeah, that was Dave. No, so so yeah, Dave escapes. Um, people start being murdered with this giant blue hand, um, and he takes the place Dave's of his face. brother Richard. We don't know what happened to Richard. Dave and Dick. Oh God, yeah, my favorite restaurant. Um, but so it's this like pretty. Most of these movies have been like more like gangster crime heavy, but this one's very much a like an old dark house slasher movie. Oh, cool. Nice. That turns into a twisted asylum picture every twenty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, I so. Do it. We we don't know if the doctor who Doctor Mangrove who runs the asylum, um, we don't know if he's the murderer or responsible for the murder, but he is evil. Okay, <laughs> for sure. 
Um, early on, he receives shocking news in a phone call, and his monocle pops up. <laughs> oh, evil, evil for sure. As, yeah. as it does. The monocle know. alone. Um, but yeah. also... Means evil. Um, just like all the best Bond villains, he, he has a safe behind a painting that has a live snake in it that he uses to kill people. <laughs> um, the snake doesn't... I, I'm pretty. Suffocate? I'm pretty sure that's like a the plot of a Sherlock Holmes story. Oh, certainly. Um, and I'm so excited. It's so good. <laughs> there's also there's a there's a cell in the asylum that someone gets locked in, and the cell is just full of live rats. Um, <laughs> who are also villains who have been put away for and some reason. Also wearing monocles. <laughs> <laughs> they're not there because they're vermin. They're there because they've been apprehended. Yes. Oh no, they're in a little they cage. In the cage. Um, okay. And it ends on the most satisfying one-liner. I will not spoil it. Everyone needs to watch this movie. Um, it's actually streaming on Fandor. I was going to so say, where, where can we watch free this? Trial. Yeah, it's streaming on Fandor, which is Rebecca McHendry's favorite streaming service. I've <laughs> even heard of it. Um, oh, Sorry, no, nobody Rebecca. has. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very special. The kills are actually pretty creepy. Like, in between the, like, kind of boisterous, fun elements of it, there's elements of, like, the hand kind of scratching down this curtain and like ripping it open and it's really creepy okay um it's really in- it's really it's fun. articulated no the the fingers don't move it's is it just, like the hellboy hand i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like you said i don't read comics <laughs> it just seems silly that it's just like a stationary hand yeah i feel like it, they just drop it on people to kill them because it's so <laughs> big <laughs> like what hulk smashing <laughs> I mean, that would have been effective. Um, I mean, it, it's one of these 60s movies, so there's not a lot of blood. You just kind of see the hand kind of punching forward, and then the people go, ah. Um, I love those deaths, though. They're oh, yeah. so good. when they, People just crumble for no That's reason. So great. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, just two more like fun cartoonish elements of this movie. Um, the, one of the inmates of the asylum, there's a scene where we're just like opening the windows and just seeing what you know random inmates are up to. And one of them, they're just like, oh, she thinks she's a stripper. And it's a lady who just like takes her clothes off and dances around. And then okay. later in the movie, like, we just get to like look through the window again because you know in case you're getting bored here's a naked lady mm. um yay the 60s um <laughs> gotta throw a few in there just to keep people interested yeah but also lady emerson the matriarch of the family uh there's a part where she's kind of like sitting in the like the dark dingy drawing room that they have just contemplating her choices and she is framed through a wine glass that would have been rejected from cougar town for being too big <laughs> That's amazing. It's a great movie. <laughs> That's incredible. Thank you. Uh, I highly recommend it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Love anyway. It. Well, what are we here today to even talk about? Um, I was so excited. I, I always wondered when we were going to cover this movie and like mm-hmm. who was going to be our guest and what was going to end up happening. So, do you want to introduce... The film you picked? Oh, it's motherfucking Ginger Snap. Yeah. <laughs> so happy because this is the one I wanted to talk about the most. I'm a huge werewolf fan. I'm nuts about werewolves, and this is one of my favorite werewolf movies. It's, it's so good. It's so good. It totally holds up. It helps that it was written by a woman, uh, I think, yep. because it's very, Definitely. it's all about, it's, I mean, it's such a female centric film. Uh, it was directed by a guy, John Fawcett. Mm-hmm. And this movie came out, what, 2000? 2000. 2000. 2000. Uh huh. Um, 
God, can you believe that was almost 20 years ago? I know. I know. I can't believe it's been that long since I was like hoarding batteries in my room. <laughs> <laughs> like bottled water because I thought. Oh, so. Because of Y2K. Y2K. Oh, I thought you just meant in general. I did that in my house regardless. Batteries, you know, you can yeah. steal them from the remote. My mom did that too. Okay, back when vibrators didn't just like get plugged into the wall or charge <laughs> on a charger and you needed batteries. <laughs> Clunking around. Yeah. We're, how. On a scale of 1 to 10, how worried were you about Y2K? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how worried am I always about everything? Okay, true. You know what I mean? So I was worried. Okay. <laughs> I was worried. Fair enough. For for me, I feel left out of that because I was too young for anyone five. to tell me what Y2K <laughs> was. Oh, right. Um, so I kind of learned about it afterward, and I was like, oh, that could have been fun. Um, yeah, I remember like my mom was like worried about it. And, yeah. Like, people were saying like planes were going to just fall yeah. out of the sky. I literally, I was like, okay, so th- Jesus is coming back. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And for some reason, he's choosing Central Standard Time. <laughs> like, midnight in my time zone. Jesus cares about you. Yeah. Jesus is a white man from Nebraska, so that right. makes sense. According to some folks. And I was like, you know, there's always this doubt, like, what if I'm not saved and I don't get to go to heaven and I'm stuck here during the tribulation with no computers but then you would get to watch ginger snap so it's okay (laughs) (laughs) that's our (laughs) consolation prize yeah and real quick I do have a a snippet of the trailer for ginger snap snap. you can talk over it Mallory if you want so uh Fitz I think we should get together oh out by 16 (laughs) or dead in the scene but together forever united against life as we know it Screen trailer. Oh, yeah. What was it? Big dog, maybe? Think you see werewolves a lot? Did I change last night? Howl at the moon. How do you feel? Wicked. Wow. So good. That's so good. Did we? I prepared a shady summary. I have one. You have one. Mm. Oh, I, do you I know have, about? Yes, I got. I the, figured Brennan fills you in. Yes. Okay. So do we all have one? Yeah. Okay. Right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Jesse Eisenberg's twin sister <laughs> refuses to say the word werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine is just everybody's afraid of vaginas. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> True. Uh, mine is two teen girls exit their emo phase in a tale of puberty, terror, and lycanthropy, as told by Ginger. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that nice. was nice. Thank you. Um, mine's just I usually like spooky bitches, um, <laughs> but I like dogs more. And let's face it, the, these girls are pretty mean to dogs in this oh, movie. Yeah. And That's I was true. raised by white people, and you know how white people <laughs> feel about dogs. <laughs> Like, oh no, you cannot hurt the animal. <laughs> so many dead dogs in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Trigger warning: dead animals. Also, lots of lots of suicide talk in the first yes. act. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, I was thinking about. Well, I'm always thinking about whether trigger warnings are useful or not. Uh-huh. And there are times when I really appreciate trigger warnings, and then there are times where. I I'm like oh that was interesting I wouldn't have thought to like warn people before mentioning that um, so what are y'all's opinions on trigger warnings I would oh. I actually I, I the past few I used to be when I was a uh, snotty teenager I'd be like no you should just you know suck it up and now I'm not a garbage person anymore <laughs> and I, I think I think that they are for a, a, mem- a number of things really useful and recently I wish that I had had a trigger warning for a movie I me and my boyfriend went to go see the Nightingale 
Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. And especially since, so me and my boyfriend, we both are united on this thing. If we really want to see a movie, we don't watch the trailers and we don't look Same. up anything about Same. it. Same. Yes. That's because I just want to go in fresh. That's And tough. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, new Jennifer Kent movie. Like I will go see oh, any that's horror. Right, Jennifer Kent. Okay. Who mm-hmm. directed the Babadook. I will literally Fuck see yeah. any movie that, any horror movie that's directed by a woman. Um, so me and, and we, yes. and we were going to go see at the Arclight here in LA and Guillermo del Toro was going to be there with, in a Q&A with the director. And we were oh, like, shit. Fuck yeah, it's going to be amazing. We get popcorn. We eat dinner first. We get drinks. We're so stoked. Such a night out at the Arclight. Right. Oh my God. I we were having Arclight. such a great date night and I'm like all sparkly eyed at him. I'm like, he's taking me on this amazing date. This is so great. And so after, and just trigger warnings for rape, uh, just, uh, fast forward for the, like a minute. Um, if that upsets you, which it upsets me. So after the first rape, I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. We got through that. That was really tough. And then after the second, this is all within the 20 minutes of the, of the movie. As I got after the second one, I was like, Oh, should have bought another beer. Okay. Uh, wow. And then the third gang rape started. Holy shit. This is 20 minutes in and I started freaking out. And then the fourth one started. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And I, I, by that point, I was just like, I was shaking and like everyone in the theater was freaking out. I had to run out. My boyfriend ran out with me and we just left because, and then of course I looked it up afterwards. And if you look up the nightingale, like, it's just like rape, rape, brutal rape, terrible rape, 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 uh-huh. rape, rape. And I was like, oh, fuck, I should have looked this up before, but neither we just didn't think about it. Yeah. Right. And I really wish, if I had known going into that movie or if they had, like, even said beforehand, like, hey, just in the in the title cards, like, just so you know, there's a lot of, you know, like what, like when you used to get a VHS tape and be like, warning for nudity. Like, yeah. And so, like, hey, warning for fucking rape all over the place. I would have been like, you know what, maybe, maybe we should go see something else. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. My, my my feelings about that are really complicated because everyone has different triggers for everything, right, and it's yeah. probably impossible to cover the gamut of it. Yeah. Like, um, I for me, I I've talked about it a little bit on the show before. Like, I have a photosensitivity. I get headaches a lot, um, and I I uh, a couple of years ago I got an MRI, which came out fine, um, but I was still waiting for my MRI results. And my boyfriend was like, "Let's watch Let's watch Last Holiday with Queen Latifah," and <laughs> You know, that's a fun, like, lively comedy movie, but for the whole, I mean, first 20 minutes and then kind of first hour, you think she's going to die of, like, a brain tumor or whatever crazy thing that she has, and I couldn't finish that movie. I had to turn it off. I I eventually finished it a couple of years after that. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God, yeah. But I was just not in the right space to watch that movie at that time, because I I was literally waiting on MRI results, and I was like, I made Sergio tell me that she was going to live at the end because I knew she would. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also I was like, you know what? I can't do this right now. Um, and I never would have asked that movie to tell me it was going to do that. Um, but I think you have to be able to vocalize, you know what? I'm done with this for the time that I am right. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That doesn't make sense. But like you need to be able to leave it yeah. and be able to healthily be like, you know what? This is not for me right now. Um, and yeah, so again, like I said, trigger warning can run a gamut of a lot of different things, and it's a very challenging thing to do. But I figured, especially because we're going to have to talk about mm-hmm. their approach to suicide in this movie, yeah. and especially for a queer podcast, suicide is a very big part of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a queer person whose life hasn't been touched in some way by suicide, yeah. um, and I just wanted to make sure that people knew about that going in. Yeah, yeah for sure. <clears throat> I always look at trigger warnings as, at most, they're super helpful. And at worst, they don't harm. 
Yeah. Well, you my, know what I mean? I get really frustrated when people are like, oh, it's a spoiler. You're not going to fucking remember that. The only thing you ever remember in, a, in any kind of warning is when it says nudity when you're a kid. And you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody naked. Also, like, who's like, fuck, I wanted to be surprised by the rape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Who's like, oh, bum, I was really hoping for that to catch me off guard. Like, you're not, <laughs> if you see a trick, if you see a bunch of warnings for things that are like just general, they're not spoiling anything no. for right. you. I actually really appreciate because I have a really bad thing with strobe lights. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I can't, I like immediately, like, especially in like a haunted house or something, I immediately get so nauseous that I, feel like I'm either going to pass out or throw up like instantly. Um, and I always, well, that's their punishment for not warning you. Oh my God. I hate throwing that. up directly on them. Yes. And, but <laughs> stranger things, the season, they had oh, a warning with every episode yeah. that said their strobing effects. And like, thankfully with the TV, it doesn't usually bother me, but, but it was nice to know. to know. And you weren't like, yeah. Oh man, this episode's ruined. Yeah, I know they're like, going to be in a yeah. strobe area. Like no, nice nobody thinks like that. It was so nice to know. And like the haunted hayride is the thing I go to every year. And a couple years ago when I went, they literally have a maze that is all strobe lights mm-hmm. and you don't really see it until you get in there. And I got and in there trapped. and got fucking trapped because it's, Ugh. it's, it's not like a normal haunted maze where you just walk through and then you are done. You, it's literally a maze. So like you could walk into a dead oh, end. Oh, what a nightmare. Oh, and I was literally I'm like. knocking I all those bales of hay down. had to go like. Oh, yeah. Was, <laughs> no, it was you, like You Kool-Aid was man right there. It was concrete and wa- like wooden oh, walls. No. And I literally had to put my flannel over my head and like my boyfriend had to like guide me through because i was literally like i'm going to fucking pass out or i'm gonna throw up or like worse have a seizure oh my god do you you have epilepsy i don't and i don't like i've never reacted really bad but it was Uh in every you just feel yeah around me and And after like 30 seconds of it like i think a little bit of it was me panicking yeah but also, like, it just was fucking with my brain chemistry. Like, it no, was immediately I, like, I'm going to throw up. Like, <laughs> no strobes. I mean, they don't have the same effect, but obviously, like, I have photosensitivity. Yeah. So those really hurt. And, like, if you cut, you close your eyes, that does nothing. Nothing. Like, you have to, like, just, literally just get away from it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. And yeah. So it would have been nice to, like, to know. To know. Like, mm, I'm trapped yeah. in this place. <laughs> yeah. So how I, do you feel about I it? agree about that. I, I mean, trigger warnings that I really appreciate, like, I hate when I'm scrolling and someone has posted, like, a video of a cop killing a black person. And there's, like, no, I'm like, I actually mm-hmm. don't need to see that. Mm-hmm. I know that that happens. It scares yeah. me every day. And I don't need convinced. And I don't, because I'm just going to think about I'm going to picture it. I'm never going to let it go. Mm-hmm. And so I really hate when people post those without, like, some kind, like, a a a blank picture first and then you have to swipe or something. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. doesn't take that much not to do it. Yeah. Like you said, just put another, or like a warning picture before it. So it doesn't automatically start playing in somebody's yeah. feed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I appreciate <sighs> them. And I was thinking about it when I was thinking about us discussing this movie and mm-hmm. also with all of the new, like um, 13 reasons why billboards out around town. And I just like, can't believe it's got it season three and stuff like that and how you responsibly talk about suicide and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all of that to say, well, this movie (laughs) certainly does not responsibly talk about suicide, (laughs) which is that that's, it is. I think you brought up a great point. It is so weird that this movie is so queer, but at the same time treats suicide so frivolously. Well, 
I, I mean, I knew people who talked like that in high school. Yeah. Like that, that is maybe a little exaggerated, but it's accurately representing a, a type of thing that people that age do yeah. sometimes. God, teenagers suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminded and, me though, like I forgot about that aspect of the movie because I hadn't seen it probably in 15 years, but for all the great things the writer got right, especially as a female horror writer, which mm-hmm. is pretty still pretty rare today, um, it felt like such like a '90s. This is what goths talk about. All <laughs> goths is, are suicidal. As a goth, I always enjoy watching. We were actually talking about this on my podcast recently. How funny it is to watch movies where it's like a like there's punk kids or there's goth kids, and uh, you're like you could tell that it's like written by someone wearing a pair of khakis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who is never ever like a polo? Yeah, yeah. Me. who is never in their life ever pierced a part of their body with a safety pin? Right. And, and like you don't know the life. Yeah. Yeah. But like I I think that's a great point. I can imagine her being like, what. Goths talk about death. That's obviously yeah. the only thing they care about. Yeah, and like it, the the cool aspect of them being very curious about death <laughs> and wanting to stage deaths. To me, they could have done it without the suicide aspect and just done yes. it as like these people want to do art. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And of course. Like, it didn't need both. Yeah. And um. Just, it would have been just as effective, and it actually probably would have spoke more about who Bridget and Ginger really are. Absolutely, you know. Um, so, well, yeah, I, uh, this this was my first time watching the movie. Um, popped my Ginger Snaps cherry. Um, <laughs> Very but, apt for this film. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the opening scene of Catherine Isabel like holding like a butcher knife to her wrist mm-hmm. and then like dragging up to her throat. It was. Uh, Look, I, uh, I mean, me personally, I, I can watch pretty much anything because it's, it's a movie and it's fine and I can separate it and put it in the box. Um, but yeah, I, I was connected to someone who committed suicide in high school. And that kind of talk really, it was just very pervasive in the first act of the movie. And I do think the, obviously we said the movie isn't like super responsible with it, but I, I think there's an interesting, uh, arc with Bridget, especially in the mm-hmm. sense of like once actual violence and death start happening in her life and they become real, the, the fantasy and the performance aspect of that. Yes. It gets destroyed. Yes. Um, and that completely changes her entire perspective. And I think that's really interesting. It is. Yeah. Um, but it is a tough watch for the first 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The casuality of it. Yeah. It just yeah. is. It's thrown around. Mm-hmm. It's, it's romanticized. It's, very, it's, it's in a lot of ways. It's very Heather's. Mm. You know, and it, it, it's difficult because I get the tone they were doing too. Yes. Um, it was kind of tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so many, I mean, we're, a werewolf story in its very nature is going to be a story about sex and death. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you made a great point where I don't think they, that they needed the death part to necessarily be about killing yourself. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of other ways they could have done it. Um, and I get like you could argue that like with the characters, they're very introspective. They don't care about anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. Even but it's interesting later in the movie, they end up killing other people and inflicting violence on other people and their worldview changes. Uh, but I think it could have been handled very differently. Yeah. It reminded me. Um, it has a very similar tone to Cherry Falls. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh, you've never seen Cherry Falls. Is it a werewolf movie? Cherry oh. Falls is a slasher from 2000 starring Brittany Murphy. Mm-hmm. That 
God, sometimes I have like, you know, that weird blind spot you get with like early 2000s horror where like everyone's wearing bad clothes and you're like all swore like <laughs> it's like uh what's the um the cur- cursed is that the yeah, the west craven werewolf movie? yeah there's That's, like yeah. all these movies just like swirl together for me yeah and I'm like oh my cherry God. falls is actually a very good slasher movie it just was kind of it was supposed to come out the summer after columbine uh so it kind of just like got lost in yeah. the post like the immediate post aftermath of that and then eventually like, the distributor dropped it because yeah. of the casual mm-hmm. way the violence was portrayed in that movie but it's a very funny dark slasher movie about a serial killer that is killing virgins is like the hook mm-hmm. um but it has a very similar like comedic dark dark comedic tone to it um and they kind of casually talk about violence in that movie too so it's just like a very companiony yeah. Type film. You should see it. It's really good. I'll I really like that movie. I read that that came up um, for Ginger Snaps as well. Being oh, yeah. Post Columbine world and then having I'm these violent teens. And yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Totally. It, I, don't think this w- I don't think this did well at the box office. I'm pretty sure. It did it well, did in, well Canada. in Canada. Yeah. 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 It, was it was the highest f- grossing Canadian film of 2001. Oh, well, no, Canada's Canada. are, told yeah. are just a different species. <laughs> I mean, because people aren't actually like, they're not afraid of schools, real things. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not, they're not afraid <laughs> like, of, they're afraid of like bears. Like, yeah. but afraid of different things. Unless you're an indigenous person in that way. <laughs> well, yeah. But I love that, like, it's kind of like, I don't love it because I don't like seeing pets die in a movie, but it's almost mm. like a dog serial killer for like it the is. first act. Yeah. Which is like is. such like, which all of a sudden I hated yeah. her. And I'm like, if she was killing people in this movie, well, then she does more palatable. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm a lot about you. <laughs> I'm like, you're a bad bitch. Like, yeah, Ginger, you know, kill all of them. But no, I actually think that's a really important aspect of the movie though, mm-hmm. because it's so easy to romanticize her and she's the hot chick and she's cool. And she has so much agency and all this stuff is happening for her. And I honestly feel like as much as I don't like seeing a dog dying in a movie, that kind of brings us back to earth because like you said, it is so easy to be like, like, oh, she's cool killing people. Like, that's kind of cool, but a dog, <laughs> because we're all psychopaths. But seeing her kill a dog, it kind of reminds you of like, she no, she's a true monster. Right. And she's not even a monster because she's a werewolf. She's mm-hmm. a monster. Because of her fucking period. Okay. Right. <laughs> Which, relatable. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because I think at first when I remembered the like tie between the period and like being a werewolf and all these motions. I mm-hmm. like had a, had a slight eye roll. I think that was like my knee jerk reaction. However, it's so hard to tease out like stigmatized period jokes and like how fucking hard actually periods are. Yes. And it's like, well, yeah, actually I do feel like a fucking werewolf. So. <laughs> and what's really cool is there actually is a really long, long tradition of, um, like lycanthropic legends being associated with that. period yeah. stuff like that's why little red riding hood wears a red riding cape you know it's it's cyclical it people change you know mm-hmm. it's really really i mean there's hundreds and hundreds of years so i when it first came out i was like oh this makes sense to me but i think that's a great point where you know some people and by some people i mean men don't take periods <laughs> seriously especially like if you have like really intense ones you have iud you have a uh, endometriosis like there's all all kinds of things that can make periods actually dangerous for you mm-hmm. so i'm kind of glad that this movie exists to show like oh no this sh- shit sucks yeah i think when i was growing up i thought that no matter how hard your period was for you that you were obviously not supposed to talk about it and that 
it somehow shouldn't even be a big deal to you. Like it somehow should be just deal with it. Just, just, just deal it with it. No mm-hmm. compassion. Yeah. No, like just eat a guy. Yeah. Once a month. <laughs> right. No big deal. Sure. And I, I don't know at some point, I guess after grad school and like really, you know, working all the time and not having breaks. And it's like, however, you know, many days your cycle is, it's like no matter when that period shows up, I was like, Oh, I actually need to be able to cancel anything that mm-hmm. I have to do the first day of my period because I'm at work and I just want to lay on the floor with a heating pad and I can't do that. (laughs) I'm like, why isn't that written into anyone that has a uterus when you get a job? Seriously. (laughs) They're like, if your uterine lining is going to shed while working at this place, (laughs) we have a clause that says just throw up a red flag. Show us your period blood and you can (laughs) pull out that tampon. It's so funny that you said uterine lining because it made me flash to freshman year of college and a friend of mine being in god-awful pain on her period. And I remember 18-year-old dickhead me just being like, oh, come on, Mindy, it's not that bad. And she's like, is your fucking uterine lining shedding (laughs) coming out of you? No. Shut the fuck up. And I was like, okay, periods really do suck. Like, I got it (laughs) in that moment. And I have four sisters. Yeah. But they were never discussed in mine. Like, that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff was never discussed in my house. But I remember just, like, hearing it put into those terms, being like, oh, yeah, like, this is hard. Yeah. (laughs) It's not fun. Yeah. Now, werewolfism as a uh, metaphor works. Just, it's, this movie is so cool because it works on so many levels. It's like the period thing. It's like the puberty thing. It's yes. like the becoming a mm-hmm. woman, quote unquote, thing. It's the queer thing. Like, there's so many great ways that you can look at at this movie and like the way that all, all like all these different levels of things make sense and mean something. And uh, you don't see a lot of movies that talk about periods in this way, which is really cool. I mean, horror is a, an amazing genre because this is the only genre we get where we look at stuff like this in such mm-hmm. a frank way. And it gets a, it gets a pass because it's a horror movie and right. whatever, but I would love to see more movies. Look at this. Yeah. I love when horror movies, combine like someone getting their period with them also receiving this like other power like carry yeah. yeah 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 totally yeah more of that please period right. or was teeth did that have a period thing at it all or didn't. was that just it didn't okay no, unfortunately I, I don't remember a period in that no because she would eat the tampons fair enough right delicious, <laughs> delicious. okay d- Speaking of eating tampons. Okay. Which we often do. <laughs> you know who often does it? My fucking dog. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the, the Kenneth. Kennedy. I'm like, about yeah. twice a year, somehow, Kennedy finds his way into a trash can mm-hmm. and eats a tampon. And let me tell you, the first time this happened, because Kennedy's a rescue, like, we didn't really know what we were getting into, you <laughs> know? So and he's so adorable. But one day we're at the park and there's these little kids like, oh my gosh, oh, a no. dog, I love this dog, oh, can we pet your no. dog? And we're like, yeah, you know, you can pet the dog. Kennedy starts shitting out bloody tampons. <laughs> it literally looks like a pile of, like, I don't know, a feed. It looked awful. These kids started <laughs> screaming. This is the coolest thing I've ever yeah, heard. like just a break. The kids thought like he was All the evil. poop and tampons just braided together. <laughs> and they... Muke, you know, it was just, it was gnarly, and these kids Your are ruined forever. Oh my right? god, <laughs> this is amazing! Yeah, so it's Ken, the scent, probably 
like I I know dogs love their like master sense and they're mm. like oh this is a concentrated bulb of just like my <laughs> person <Mama>. right <laughs> fucking gross I'm like so Kennedy gross. you are the grossest motherfucker I've ever I met I love when people try to claim that dogs saliva is much it's clean like, mm. I'm like yeah I realize there's a little you enzyme in there yeah. that, like but my dog's been licking his asshole for like five minutes <laughs> yeah. okay so <laughs> maybe do without <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I never thought I'd ever get to say, speaking of eating tampons. I'm glad that I could be on for Thank that. Thank you. Because I don't ever have like a cool way to bring up the Ken story. Uh, you, I love that you were able to work it into that. Oh, yes. This, this, this movie gives you all the opportunity to bring up stuff <laughs> right. like that. Right. One of my favorite things about this movie, though, is the huge juxtaposition between the mom and the daughters. Oh yes, yes. The mom is cool. And, but like so like a geek yes like 50s right like yeah. very like i don't think they went overboard with her like being like the dutiful wife but there was like the way like how she had like pumpkin earrings in for oh, halloween yeah. I, no i or, like, am so i am like low-key obsessed with the mom <clears throat> in this movie oh because, it's mamie rogers like how could you not be well just like the way that she deals with these girls because so much of there's another layer of this movie that's like sisterhood and yes. like the whole girl mm-hmm. gang thing and just the fact that she's like oh my daughter's killed somebody. Well, better burn the house down and start a yeah. new life somewhere yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. Get, so get in the great. car, bitches. Yes. Like, carrying the fingers. No, and the, the, yes. That's, and that's the moment where she goes fully like David from the guest where she's like, just get some gasoline. We're going to burn this house down. Yeah. And do fuck you, your dad. Who cares about do, no, do you think she was envisioning burning it down with the dad inside? Oh, uh-huh. yes. Yes. 100%. Yes. Uh-huh. She hated him. Honestly, I think she was stoked about this happening. Mm-hmm. She kind of I think she was too because it, it really, I think, starts with when Bridget says ginger thinks it's cool that you let us figure stuff out for ourselves which is an amazing way for bridget to like essentially like get that mom eating out of the palm of her hand oh Oh, yeah yeah. and i think it really started there because she got a taste of cool for the first time in a really long time yeah and when she found the fingers in the body i think she was kind of like okay this is fucked up but i could be like the hero yeah well it's the first time she gets to do anything it's the first it's so interesting that this movie examines how women get agency in their lives because this is the first time she's ever gotten anything in a a while and like especially because you have like the like the uh, mother maiden and crone thing with the three of them going Mm, on uh like all these different aspects of femininity and like they all come together in this like one moment and the mom finally gets to like oh god she's been like you know wearing her pumpkin earrings and baking cookies for so long and and her like turtleneck under her sweatshirt them be the ones (sighs) they're gonna light your house on fire oh fuck yeah (laughs) she's gonna be on a fucking discovery id show for sure she's ready for it the fingers in the tupperware Uh and i'm ready to go the only only thing with that character that i don't enjoy well not even it's not even the characters like she, she kind of just disappears at the end of the movie yeah well they, like, they kind of i sorry well i was gonna say i'm sure we all have our issues with the way this movie ends <laughs> yeah she like goes into the party and then we never see her again i'm no, sure it's I, a budget constraint no, she, yeah she's waiting outside in the car and i kind of half expected like in the end of airplane they just cut back to her just waiting in the car <laughs> That's right. like, yeah. so bad for her. you know she's like painted black paint, paint on her face so she's, she's got like a, you she know like a gun she's yes. got a disguise she's yeah. got a, a weird wig she's like she's holding like, gas and she's all excited she's <laughs> making a playlist of like getaway music yeah. she's, so, yeah. like, she's baked getaway cookies she's ready to <laughs> yeah. fucking go mm-hmm. yeah and it's sad but the other thing i really love that they do is that they have such a cheery house yes <clears throat> yeah. but their bedroom looks like it's like a, it's made it like they're living out of cinder blocks and i'm just yeah. like why are they living in a cell that's it's interesting i almost it, 
it almost feels like they were shot different places. Oh, 100% like, they had to be. Like, that was in the back of a, like a fucking warehouse. Yeah. That bedroom. <laughs> They're like, we can't fit this giant werewolf in this house that we are renting for not a lot of money. So mm-hmm. we're just going to put it in a warehouse and pretend that they're the same and, like, building. And suddenly they're renovating a basement. Yeah. Like- <laughs> well, they also had to film everything at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they'd have to pretend it was the daytime. Yeah. Oh, that's that was, right. Yeah. That's true. That's why all the windows like had yeah. like, big bright. And there are times when it's off, like it's supposed to be nighttime and you and there's like but there's like a light on. Or yeah. like it looks light outside. It's like eh. Yeah. And yeah. I know they had like I know the street scenes, they had like I was reading about how like they someone's house was staged as like wardrobe. And they had uh-huh. a four and a half year old and they had to like hide oh, the yeah. four and a half year old whenever oh they'd come in to like get their blood cleaned off. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. This movie, I think this, again, examining so many different things, at least like from a queer front, I think this movie is so special because it almost, it, it, it explores the queer experience from within it, but yes. also from the way people look at it as well. And it's so interesting to me because like these girls or this girl, people like she's turning into a monster and like that's what people like what people would perceive her as. And this movie is really unique in the way that I think this is the only werewolf movie I know of that you can become a werewolf with unprotected sex. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause she werewolfizes mm-hmm. the guy. Yeah, because yeah. They, uh, yeah. And like that is, such, I mean, I, I honestly can't think of it and I'm a huge werewolf person. I can't think of any other movie that does that. So between the way that she feels like there's this thing that's, that's happening to her and she can't control it, but it makes other people think that she's a monster. She doesn't know what's happening. And like, it's mostly happening at night, like in the way that like the, the town is terrorized and like, they're so scared of this monster that's in their midst. It's so, it's like such an interesting look at like from both sides mm-hmm. of like, of, of what people are perceiving this is. And I also think Bridget is, for sure a lesbian oh yeah you know and the thing i really love about her character is like ginger is like the badass right like yeah. she's like the one that's like i'm who i am i'm different than everybody but bridget actually is the person ginger wants to be yes. whereas <laughs> ginger's pre whole pretense is to be like i'm the goth different girl in this mm-hmm. school where actually bridget is that yeah. person? Yes. Ginger's trying to be that person and mm-hmm. Bridget is that person. Yeah. And like just naturally. It, yes. It's late nineties, early two thousand. That is code for she's queer mm-hmm. <laughs> in movies like this. And I I just love her character because of that. And I love that um Chris Lemke's character, the poor fella that actually the drug dealer. Oh, oh that, Sam? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I kind of love I think he knows too. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, they kind of just like, they don't say it, but it's, it's there. And like, yes, I don't know. He's like, it's just so cool. Cause I think Bridget is just really who she is. Oh yeah. You know? And there's, I don't know. I just love that character. And she's so like, she's supposed to be 15, right? Yeah. And she looks 15. She does. And that's so rare to get, especially nowadays where like Ellen Page plays plays every high schooler now. (laughs) Yeah. But she was 23 when she made that movie. Which is so nuts I don't know if it's the wig they gave her, bad wig. Um, I, I've been waiting. I always talk about wigs. Waiting. In this movie. When you mentioned Bridget's arc, I was like, you know, another arc, the arc on that wig. Because uh, <laughs> what? Sorry. No, I just that the IMDb trivia page, one of them says Bridget's hair is a wig. Yes. And you're like, what a surprise. I'm like, you ain't telling nobody anything. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
my, I love a bad way. My you other do. my other favorite trivia on that was that well, because there was a tiny bit of trivia of those two girls got cast after a long casting process. They both auditioned on the exact same day. Um, so that's like, oh, that's cute. That's really um, cute. But another thing that it was like they also went to the exact same high school. Yes, and they also had the exact same talent agency. And I'm like, wow, shocking. The same talent agency See, provided actors for this movie. It's exactly what I was going to say. That like to make the first point of these people like auditioned on the same day but then it's like they literally were born in the same hospital attended the same preschool elementary school and private school and worked through the same talent ag- L- agency i'm like they both got sent to work on the same day like that's not yeah. weird yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like yeah. yeah and they're like i don't know this isn't like one Canada, of those. I was going to say there was like there was like <laughs> five girls going out for the part, one moose, like right. the entire oh. talent agency. <laughs> who they they offered ginger to Natasha Leone, right? Yeah. Oh no shit! That's that would have been cool. totally see that, right? Yeah, especially yeah. That's an interesting. Although Catherine Isabel's great. Yeah, she's yeah she's been so rocking good. those terrible lowrider jeans down uh, the hallway. Those fucking huge teeth. Yeah, she's incredible. <laughs> the werewolf highlights started to come in. She yeah, <laughs> I actually was her for Halloween one year. I like made like Amazing. a little latex forehead oh. piece. And I suddenly love, she's blonde. Yeah. So good. Um, shout out to our Australian listeners because Australia was one of the only countries to rate um to have the rating below 18 they oh, had like wow. 15 mm. yeah so progressive is there oh. a lot of is there swearing in this movie i don't really remember yes there yes, is yes there is okay i actually want to bring it back to sam for a second because he's such an interesting character to me and he's another perspective where i feel like one read of this movie is how scary it is for men to have women have a relationship where they're not needed and I think that's something that's so monstrous to him is these girls. It's hinted at like a bunch that these girls are more than sisters. Yes. Like I think there's even a moment where Ginger says like, oh, like she implies that because she's a werewolf, they're not siblings anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's wink. like <laughs> wink. Werewolf wink. Oh my God. <laughs> One big yeah, bloody it's wink. like a mommy baby sister lesbian relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, well, just I think it's so this idea for straight men that there's like these relationships out there where they're just not wanted or needed and their gaze is just doesn't even factor into anything mm-hmm. is so it just completely upends their oh, idea yeah. of how things work. It's so monstrous to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard men like critique what a lesbian's wearing? You're like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're like, I don't have any dress for you. That makes them so mad. It makes them so angry. Well, it's like yes. when you hear like a see like a dude online is like, yeah. who's the, I, my favorite is when a white straight man will tweet something like, who is this movie for? And it's like everybody that isn't fucking you. Yeah, you're like, isn't that crazy? Maybe it isn't for you. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. one whole movie this year, not for you, buddy. I know. Like, maybe go next watch the year cable you'll guy get for the one movie time. for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Chris maybe. Pratt. Yeah, maybe Tom Cruise will be in a movie next yeah. year. Like, fingers crossed. Yeah. But I kind of like that. I think Sam gets that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think mm-hmm. he gets the message and is like, okay. Yeah. You know, because like. I don't want to say like, oh, he's a good guy, but I love that he like really is trying to help Bridget genuinely at the end of the day. And there's like no ulterior is. motive going on there. He's like not trying to get in her pants. It doesn't seem like at least but I he didn't also read like it that doesn't way. want to die. Yeah. Which 
might be a little bit of a motive. Yeah, he does want to get that werewolf out of his town. True, true. <laughs> Which I love being the kind of goth kid where you will ask for monk's hood from your mom, and she's like, "Sure, sweetie, yeah. I'll get it from Michael's." Right? <laughs> like, she just happened to have that shit. You know, I really no feel one like has monk's hood laying Look, around. She's decorating for Halloween. You saw her earrings. Okay, fair. Also, <laughs> You know the moms of weird kids? They just like really get used to. She's probably some like she's weird doing crafts. It's right. so great oh, for well, her. No, and they, they they murder someone in their kitchen, yeah. and the way they like cover it so, up is that they're like, oh, we're just clever. doing our yeah. stage murder photos That's again. Pretty clever. Yeah. It is very. Yeah, mom, it, my yeah. mom thinking clever. I was going to Portland to be an Antifa. <laughs> she's like that little shit. <laughs> That rat. No surprise. What a scamp she is. Antifa scamp. Always trying to overthrow the government. I'm like, I wish I was that badass. Uh, but I'm not. I'm fucking not. Nope. Um, <laughs> I kind of love, too, that they don't really give any lore to the original. Yes. Vampire, or vampire, werewolf. They do oh, play yeah. very fast and loose with werewolf legends, which I think is very interesting. Like, it, it does bother me that somehow you can transfer being a werewolf from sex the silver doesn't work but she gets killed with the knife at the end well the mm-hmm. first one just gets run over by a van yeah like, I'm, explode. Like, I'm like why are you, me- yeah. you messing around with silver and monks when you just go get a fucking sta- gun yeah, just like, stabbed her. this is canada yeah. i'm sure everybody's got a gun up there <laughs> but they use them responsibly it's true yeah, it's it's pretty. Call the funny. fucking mounties! Like, like I don't know, like you're running around trying to find these ancient herbs. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I don't know. It's such. It's just like such a weird like Deus Ex Machina thing at the end where they're like racking their brains for werewolf lore, her. and they like accidentally stab her, and then she's dead. Yeah, that was the thing that threw me because I forgot about that, and I was like, oh wait, she's literally gonna kill her with just one stab. Yeah, I guess it was supposed to be in her heart. Yeah, I guess, but like, but like, yeah, uh, there are no rules then. Yeah, it is really interesting, especially since they can heal so quickly. Yes, like, why did the knife wound somehow not heal? And it's not even a silver knife. <laughs> and it wasn't that deep. No, it didn't go through that. No. I mean, maybe her mom chest. got a silver knife from the Avon catalog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they pierce, one of the the first thing that they try to do is pierce her belly button with a silver ring. Yes. Maybe cool. it, maybe it was like it was cool. maybe it was like Claire's silver. So right, like, this is plated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Claire's. Claire's. <laughs> oh speaking of my two, god! Speaking of the year two thousand, right? Oh well, going to the mall and oh, going yeah. in a Claire's. Oh, I'm also really oh upset though god. that the douchebag boyfriend of Ginger's didn't die, right? Yeah, he got cured and he just, just wandered off with a hypodermic needle in his yeah. head. He's like, I fine. definitely wanted him to die. Yeah, I wanted more like re like shitty men getting yeah, killed, well, like teeth. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like we get the the bitchy lady gets killed. Yeah, like why aren't we killing any dudes in this movie? I mean, I guess she kills the annoying guidance counselor. But then I she kills janitor. the poor janitor oh who was God. doing nothing but helping them. Yeah. You know, just trying to get those floors clean. When she was like, I don't like how he looks at you. I, you remember when he's first helping her? What does he give her? Like a rag or something? Because she's, she's covered in blood. Because she's covered in blood. It That did creep me out, though. Just like the thought of being alone in a locker room and there's a male with a janitor. janitor. 
and I don't know yeah. him. It might be totally fine. But as soon as okay. Ginger yeah. said that, that I was like, you point. know what? You know what? That's a really good point. There's two good points in there. First good point is that he should have been doing that at like 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. when no one's there. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's never, I retract yeah, that. He's definitely a creep. Like, yes. That's kind of creepy. But also, Murder. I love yes. that. Sure. Disembowel him. Forgot. That's also Ginger trying to separate Bridget from the rest of the world. Too. Yes. Yes. There's Just a like really a bunch abuser. of really like interesting abusive relationship themes in yes. this movie sure. because Ginger is if Ginger could pee on Bridget she and just like mark her she would oh yeah mm-hmm. and are, what's the age difference supposed to be I think it's only one, a year or two. one year yeah. I couldn't figure that out if yeah. they were like twins or if they were because no, they're in a lot of the same classes no, together, right? the younger sister Bridget skipped a grade like oh I missed that of course Bridget did yeah. oh yeah I our girl that. Bridget to genius. show them in like lacrosse or field hockey class together and yeah. oh look this oh is a God. Canadian movie hockey. there has there are multiple hockey scenes it's a requirement <laughs> fair enough I do love when that bitch gets it though Trina oh, yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. yes Although I do feel bad for her too. dog when for sure that wa- her during class oh my I God I live I just say every time I watch a movie where there's some kind of interaction like that in a high school setting where like someone can make someone feel bad with a look or like by knowing something or not knowing something. And I'm like, I am so glad to know better than that now. And then, but then I'm always like, what am I, what am I doing right now? That is the same thing. Like whose opinion or like what they're doing right now in five years, I'm going to laugh and be like, I have no idea how I ever let you influence how I feel. Everybody on Twitter. Yeah. Right. The I think I actually think about that, that a Twitter. lot. Um, I have my neighbor, uh, her daughter is 11 and was recently just like having some drama. And I was just like, it's so easy for me. So me and my roommate were like, oh, let's go. Let's go. Like, I don't know kill these little kids <laughs> like, like, <laughs> right. how would she care about what she think about what they think and we're and i'm like kate who's my roommate i'm like we still think about like we like we still get upset about this stuff now like people still do stuff like this mm-hmm. like this is a lesson totally every man on twitter yeah i mean it's just that right. in like your, instead of like in your social life in a lot of ways it's just your professional life instead yeah, which yeah in a lot of ways is absolutely maybe even worse don't read the reviews of anything yeah i was reading uh, tweets today when my movie was announced oh, no. and i actually laughed thankfully <laughs> congratulations so, thank by you. the way it's so crazy um but someone texted me like someone's like really shitty tweet and i was like i've made it <laughs> yeah that's the why way i chose they, to look at why it why would they text you that though um it was in jest like i get what they were doing i wasn't offended okay, okay. That they text me yeah i don't have to tell anybody the worst you. thing someone ever said about you <laughs> <laughs> if you need me blank if you need help okay <laughs> I will. but it was you know it was a very exciting day yeah you know i almost i i felt like fighting for you i wanted to get into a fight for you today <laughs> and i was like you hate twitter don't do this like you hate it but i almost did did you really i did because i I mean, it made me think a lot about how I speak about others project, other people's projects mm-hmm. who I'm maybe not friends with. Mm-hmm. However, I just wanted to comment sometimes like, well, you go sell a fucking movie to Blumhouse. Then. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> me and Bria on Reading Glasses, we have a hard don't talk about books we don't like unless like they're atrocious. Yeah. Like, like wicked damaging. Pro- I'm yes. very pro, and this is something I've learned since being sober. I'm very pro don't talk shit about other people's stuff. Yeah. It's hard to get stuff made. Exactly. It's really hard. You never know who changed something. Right. Or yeah. Cause something. Some producer uh, made Sometimes some you change. just don't get stuff right. Yeah. And it's like, what 
what good does it get you? Yeah. You know what it, I mean? Like, I, I will talk about something I don't like privately. Yes. But in, oh, for, he will. for me, like something uh-huh. on this show is different. You're critiquing a movie. It's much different than just talking shit about a movie. Uh-huh. But there's like, I don't know. There's just decorum. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also, yeah. I, I feel like pe- fans need to realize, and a lot of people need to realize, like, creators aren't reading the reviews and, like, taking them as constructive criticism and go, they're just, right. like, drinking and feeling sad. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're not, cha- you're not, like, they're, yeah, it's not, not like helping. they're solicited things. They're not going to make anything better. And I, I forget, I think it's Kevin Smith who says, like, you gain nothing from discouraging an artist. Mm. Like, you don't. You just don't. And I've learned that. And, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, today mostly, I feel like most of the reaction was pretty positive. People are stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. before I even knew it was you, I was like, oh my God, I totally want to see this movie. This sounds great. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I saw who retweeted. I was like, oh my God, this is great. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to see you later. Also, like, it, any work is not going to appeal to every single person. Exactly. Right. And it's That's okay. Never, literally never going to happen. It's never yeah. going to happen. And there's no sense in trying. It's yeah. never going to happen. And if everyone, if you have the sense that everyone, likes your work you haven't shown it to enough people then yeah yes. yeah you're not being true. very brave yeah, yeah. no like yeah, definitely. Our, when our podcast got we got it we got a one star uh rating on <laughs> apple Podcasts, but that actually it's means okay. that people are listening that aren't yeah. in your immediate circle yeah it's really exciting when it i is. see a book or something that has like 10 five star reviews i'm like that's their entire family yeah exactly <laughs> It's right, so like, true, it's though. All their cousins. Um, yeah, I, when we got that one star review, I remember someone. I might have, it was one of you two said something to the effect like that. That's a good thing. It really yeah, is. Yeah, just yeah. don't read it. Know that it's there. Oh, I actually read it and was just like, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, well, it that's happens. fine. Um, look, anything that exists on the internet is good. Yeah. Oh, I literally wrote. <laughs> I. I used to write for The Backlot, which was formerly after Elton. Um, I literally wrote like a two-paragraph article about some dumb Glee featurette that was an interview with Blaine and Kurt. And I got hate for the way I wrote about the thing. It's it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah, um, can't avoid it. But I will say, as someone, I, I do write a lot of reviews of movies and things. And that's a really challenging world to straddle uh-huh. yeah especially because i know a lot of people in the industry like i work on this podcast and that's why i don't review current movies anymore um but also <laughs> i um i try not to lie about the way i feel about something but one philosophy i've really tried to undertake and i hope i've successfully done it is i always try to avoid ad hominem attacks i never i never want to point and say that person did a bad job because yeah. you don't know like if an actor is g- giving the what looks like a bad performance that could be a bad edit mm. that could yeah. be something movies the are so collaborative in. yeah well, it's, it's work. Work. at the end of the day it's work in any job you have bad days yeah you know like i always say to people like when they're just there's nothing i can't stand more than when somebody's a dick to a server Oh, or a bartender. Uh-huh. Talk about yeah. That's when a like, werewolf needs to come in and eat. Yeah, yes. right. and someone's like, they our service is terrible, so I only tip them five or ten percent. I'm like, fuck you. Like, yeah. they could be having a bad day too, or maybe you're an asshole. Like, yeah. you know, you're like, probably like, just a dick. Right? Also, and are you nice at work? An hour. Doubt it. Right. <laughs> also, like, <laughs> if they forgot your fork or whatever. If you had to wait ha- three extra minutes tables. for your Coca Cola yeah. mm-hmm. to come to your table, it's okay. Yeah. Be thankful you can go out to eat. Yeah. Right. Also, I will say sometimes bad <laughs> reviews are good. When um, my book came out, I started getting a lot of one star reviews from people who for misogynist people. And what? This book is way too feminist or this book is too many like, swears. Right. And then, <laughs> but what has started happening was people started buying the book. Like, I don't even know what this book about was about, but I saw this one star review by this guy who clearly hates women. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to buy this book yes. and support you. And I was like, this is like Matt Fury Rose. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. This is great. Oh, and, oh, yeah. and so I, sometimes your bad reviews tell you, 
something just as much about your movie or your book or whatever or your podcast. Yeah, it informs somebody just as much as like a four or five star. Oh yeah, if I yeah. see a bunch of garbage Nazis who hate a thing, I'm like, ooh, sign me up, mm-hmm. please. Right. You're you're boycotting these shoes? Okay, well I'll buy two pairs. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> was like the Nike thing, or like a little, I don't know how many. I, I bought a pair of Nikes as yeah. soon as everyone went ape shit over the Kaepernick. Oh yeah, commercial. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, was so like, funny oh, watching okay. all these like white terrible people who were just like setting their really expensive shoes on fire. Uh, like, the, yes. My favorite is when people set buy stuff to set it on fire. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so funny. It's beautiful. Uh, <sighs> Every, okay, Michael, what did you tweet about Tommy Lauren? <laughs> Something about like leisure wear. Yeah. Oh my god. It's because Kaepernick reminded me I had gone to her Instagram after you had tweeted some was it, funny was version. It something like, like I can't people told I, me yeah. I was too. People told me I was too controversial <laughs> for my vanilla scented. Yes. Like my vanilla scented vanilla candle line yes. or something. Like, her clothes are so ugly though. They're so ugly, and no one told you that you're too controversial, honey. Maybe yeah. your like personal manager did. I. <laughs> I was looking at her Instagram the other day. She's and such a fucking I, goblin to me. <laughs> whenever I see anyone talking about like whether they would kneel or not, especially when they talk about like not kneeling, which she had a shirt on that said like, I don't kneel or something. And I'm like, you are literally telling me to my face that you do not care that the cops can kill black people. Like, that's what I know. You don't think that's what you're saying. Uh-huh. But that is exactly it's what exactly you are what she's saying. saying to and me, someone like her is probably actually. Really I was just going to say that. that's yeah. probably that's what probably she what she really, and I'm like, she really means. You yeah. fucking disgusting bitch. Like I. And that yeah. bitch lives in fucking West Hollywood, which annoys the shit. Does she really? Yeah. Does she does jog around WeHo with those like with her gun stuffed in her ugly shorts? <sighs> Did you see no, that she part of her line? She has yeah. disguise her identity. She cuts holes in a Chick-fil-A bag. <laughs> but there's like nothing I can't stand more than somebody that like bitches about like the state of California and queer people and then and lives the in fucking West Hollywood and yeah. benefits from every aspect of it. Yeah. yeah, she tweeted something one time, some like hip hop song she liked. And I'm like, I don't ever want to hear you fucking mention a single hip hop song right. ever. Yeah. Ever. Fucking listen to Kid Rock. <laughs> You're punished uh, by having to listen to Kid Rock the rest uh, of your life. Who yeah. rhymes the word things with things. Uh, the best clever. day of my life was when I was supposed to be dragged to a Kid Rock concert, but it fell through, so I wasn't allowed to go. That's probably why you're still here with us today. Yeah. That was, that was your like big moment. Like, in the movie of your life, that moment is like the climax. Yeah, it was, it was the turning point for yeah, me. Yeah, for really sure. You look down the devil's road and you turned away. <laughs> Speaking of the devil's road, a.k.a. pride, <laughs> and the, and pride the route float? that it takes, does this get a pride float? <sighs> it would be a very cool looking float, I will say. What would it What would it look like? Maybe it would just be a big tampon. <laughs> that could be pretty cool. I think that's probably been a pride float a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something my people bloody would do. Bloody toilet bowl. Another oh. bloody toilet bowl. Oh, yeah. I actually, I, yeah, I'm, I think I'd give it a pride float just for Bridget. I, I'm i going to have to say no, no on this one. Just because um, the beginning. Yeah, uh, I just, I, I two things. I mean, obviously the beginning, yeah. I talked about it. Not super, not a fan. Um, <laughs> but also for me, the, the queer aspect of this movie is like, it's obviously part of the menagerie of things that this movie is about, but yeah. I feel like it is, it's not on the top of the list of what the movie is like really True. going no. for. Maybe Bridget could be in the parade um, then. 
Sure. Yeah. No, she's, she can just come. pluck her right out. No yeah. float for the movie, but Bridget gets um, to like walk with like a group of people. But yeah, and I, and I talked about this in Daughters of Darkness. I don't love a movie that has queer coding where the character dies at the end. Um, I mean, sometimes I can. It's a horror movie. People are going to die. Um, Does that mean you hope that Bridget gives herself the cure at the end? I do hope that. Or, you know, just becomes an awesome werewolf. Okay, fair enough. She's um, like, fuck this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. even better if she just became an awesome well, werewolf. There's a sequel. I do know We don't that. have to talk about that. <laughs> and well, there's a prequel. But isn't, oh, the, isn't prequel. it the, like in the 1700s or something? The, se- the prequel's in like, yeah, the 1600s or 1700s. weird. We will weird. be talking about that on this show, though. Ginger Snaps 2? Mm-hmm. Unreleased? Mm-hmm. In November, when Michael is gone... <gasps> oh, that's the one? Yes. Is that the movie you guys are doing? Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. We have, we have, I got to be here for the first round yes. of this. We have a, a Lesbo episode coming up, being recorded in the beginning, well, November 7th, something like that, with some very popular Instagram dykes. Yes. And so excited for this. Yeah. Ginger oh, I, did, I did not know you had made I didn't know you guys had a you, 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 Yeah. I didn't either. Who chose yeah. that? Uh, Group effort? Yes. We were all at a leather event and we were like, oh, hey, we should this talk the about the most on brand <laughs> yeah, shit. I know. We were like, we should talk about the movie that we're I love that. Mm-hmm. That's I'm sad I'm not going to be here to witness it because, Brennan, you're actually going to come to the recording. Yeah, I'm right? going to be present, but I'm not going to talk. <laughs> I'm just going to take notes so but I can I'm write the show notes. I'm thankful I will be away on my movie. Yeah. Yeah. So much is happening. This is going to be a very exciting fall. Um, yeah, the fall's going to be like a fun jumble. <laughs> really? <laughs> Truly. And I'm only going to be gone for three weeks, right? Three records? For three episodes? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like planning out loud. The, no, the, yeah, sorry. I, I, know um, the, I, know the, I know it. And what are the minutes of uh, last week's meeting? <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Any last thoughts on Ginger Snaps? Well, hold on. Are you, so, do we oh, all? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know that I... What makes me want to give it a float is I know how much this movie means to so many like queer women. Yeah, especially at the time that it came yeah. out. Yeah, and so I'm like, the if time. they want to float, then I'm down. Yeah, look, we, we, yeah, like you'll help decorate yeah. it and stuff, get it yeah. together. We'll we, splash blood on that tampon. Yeah. We we stand a menstrual horror movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't talked about this in a while in an episode, and we used to kind of do it in the beginning, but maybe it gets a float in 2000 and it doesn't get one today. Yeah. That's True. that's where I'd actually go. Yeah, like, I think, if think I it's would a time too. traveling float. If it, if, we, if, if like <laughs> this was twenty years ago, it would totally get one, and we would yes. be so stoked about this. But now, especially, it's it, it's weird looking back at movies like this, where like you know we got crumbs, and now there's so much great queer content that's just like unapologetically and very positively queer. Where we're like, we look back and we're like, oh fuck, I don't want that shit anymore. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, I still really dig the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I did like it. Mm. It was just, it, it's a hard first watch not knowing what you're totally getting. Yeah, this I was, just love the strong, like, it's just so female forward in every way. Yes, I would never give, like, if if there was, like, a group of queer teens, I would never be like, hey, watch Ginger Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> watch Heathers, then Ginger Snaps. Yeah, yeah. I would be, like, yeah. I, I would, I, I think you made a really good point, is, like, this movie is super fun as a horror movie, it's super fun as a female-driven movie, it's really fun as a menstrual movie, but I wouldn't be like, hey, queer, cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you do, fellow kids? Right. You want to watch would a cool Steve movie? Steve them right. with this? <laughs> I, I, this is not something I would, yeah. I, I think is, I don't think it's part of like a queer movie pantheon, if that mm. makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Totally. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, I think in 2000, it felt super radical. It did. Um, and 
it's like now if, if someone told me that there was going to be a menstrual movie and it was going to be really female, I would immediately get nervous that it was going to be really transphobic. <laughs> I'd be like, what uh, is yeah. like, what, what's about to happen, mm-hmm. you know? But in 2000, I, it was so, I remember being enthralled yeah. with this movie. And yeah. Like, yeah. What no, is it, this? I rented mm-hmm. it from Blockbuster and watched it with a group of people and we were all like, whoa, well, that's, this movie's good. That's actually what I like about this movie because I don't think, I think it's really great to move away from this idea that like, oh, you become a woman when you get your period because that's not true. Right. And it's more right. like you don't become a woman. You just become you powerful. Have a period. Yeah, you have that's a period. Yeah. And it's crazy. And it, re- it really I, – I like that this movie doesn't focus on like, ooh, this is like part of being a woman now. And like it's all – it's like enmeshed in your femininity. So I do appreciate that. I, yeah, and the mom kind of – maybe says that but ginger and bridget are kind of like fuck you yeah they're not like not wanting to talk about periods ginger doesn't spend the rest of the movie talking about her period yeah yeah those badass kids yeah (laughs) but and that's where the benefit of female writer yes for sure well that's the other thing is like people who have periods they're just like oh well this thing sucks but i'm just gonna keep going with it Mm mm-hmm yeah. yeah. And look, I, I love a movie that's this bursting with ideas and this unafraid, like unafraid and unapologetic about being what it is. Yes. Um, and that's a quality that I never would want to erase out of a movie. Yeah. But just some of what it is is difficult. Well, the thing yeah. that stands out about it at the time, too, was it was coming off the new teen horror cycle that was going on at the yeah. time. And it came towards the tail end of like the Scream mm-hmm. era. Uh-huh. And it was so different. Yes. It's so, it really and stands fresh out. compared to like every clone that came after Scream. What's funny is that I almost forget that it came out in 2000 because of that. Yes. I, it I, feels I so, like a different era. Yes. It really, yeah. it feels more like, uh, like a, like 90s or an 80s horror movie yes, than it does a 2000 like horror movie. Pre-Scream. Yeah. Yeah. I had read this, that little fact about, I was like, what lesbian did this research? Because it was like, <laughs> um, what lesbian October, found out on the job here? What lesbian figured out when the last time a full moon landed on October 30th? They were like, oh, this is clearly supposed to be set October 30th, 1993, because that is the last <laughs> oh time there was I mean, a full moon. Uh, yeah, everyone's clothing. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think that was Neil deGrasse Tyson. Amazing. Um, also, that joke's not as fun anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I fucked up. <laughs> it was fun to make fun of how annoying he was about movie facts but yeah, now, now that he's just now that we know he's just a garbage person now yeah that he's like more Oops. people die of the flu than gun violence oh my god <laughs> i forgot about that one god damn it uh, he's the worst. i'm so sorry yeah. i talked about this yeah. that's Where okay find everyone <laughs> yeah. i'm on twitter at michael ken ken <laughs> i'm on twitter and instagram at black cupcake uh mallory where can we find you in your everywhere podcast? uh at mallory o'mara and uh my podcast is reading glasses podcast it's reading g podcast on twitter <laughs> because some yes. horrible person took reading glasses podcast oh really yes that's nutty yes and very makes me very mad and then anything you want to plug are you going to be signing books anywhere uh, oh my gosh yes uh so you can buy my book lady from the black lagoon anywhere books are sold um i will say this now because we're close to october but the paperback is out in march so if you want to pre-order that right now yes. it's very Do exciting it. and if you are in connecticut i'm going to be at story fest in connecticut at the end last weekend of september i am going to be at lit fest in san francisco in october and i'm going to be at ozark book con in november in arkansas cool what a whirlwind I, thank you for fitting us into all yes. this thank you so much i get to talk about ginger snaps with you guys i'm so stoked yeah, so good. 
Oh, and uh, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Queer Wolf Pod. Uh, join our Facebook group, Attack of the Queer Wolf Pack. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Brands and continue to follow my crimmy reviews at alternateending.com. Yes. Oh, my God. But quickly speaking of that Facebook group, Queer Wolf Pack. Uh-huh. That conversation about if zombies poop or not, I just want you to know. Wait, what? There was a conversation. <laughs> Facebook, so I don't know. I know. Oh, and no, I forget. What was the, what was the Which verdict? listener brought it up? I think. Was Did it, someone just it, let it go? Do you think Jay. zombies poop? Uh, yeah, this person named Jay. And I, I don't know if it's because I was really high or what, <laughs> but. I was reading that thread and I was cackling like it was really. How did it start? Was it literally oh my God, someone no, just pulling going, it up right now? Yep. Yeah, no, it would be <laughs> more of an right. ooze than anything, right? Because when you're dead, your sphincter that. doesn't work anymore. Yeah, so it, it just, just like slide out. Yeah, it would be like a worm. Jay like Derek worm. Jacobs was like, guys, horror related random question here: Do zombies poop? <laughs> <laughs> and then the response is, it was killing me. I don't um, know why it was so funny to let's me. Let's give another shout out to BJ. Yeah. For curating and BJ. managing BJ Colangelo. I love her I so love much. BJ. Uh, also, if you read my book, I have a great quote from BJ. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. She um, was telling me, though, really quick that running a queer space like that and then doing it for... Oh a non-queer mm-hmm. she's like it is so different she said like it's just so positive on our facebook oh ours is cute and then there's somewhere like she literally spends days like deleting shit because yep. it's so toxic mm. oh, no. so i just want to give a shout out to our listeners because oh, they're keeping it yeah. fun Best. and cute and, and for yeah for our facebook page we do have it set that uh, so that if you make a post a moderator has to approve of it before Love it even that. appears yeah. but that literally hasn't been an issue that's what bj said to me the, yeah there's not a post that we've had yeah. to she's like decline. i never had to decline a post yeah and she's incredible. like i spent so much time on other sites like yeah bj decli- seen some shit yeah <laughs> uh yeah yeah uh, but we love you mm, bj love she's, you. A, she's an american hero she sure is <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's it. That's it. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank yes. you, Mallory. So Yay! Bye. Bye. We sure to talk about everything this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>